Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson Wax Program. Presenting Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly. Williams opens the show with This Is My Red Letter Day. season of the year when floors and linoleum seem to just cry out for polishing. Well, here's the easy, quick way to make them sparkle like new. Just put a little glow coat on those floors and watch them take on a beautiful, bright luster right before your eyes. Glow coat is the remarkable liquid polish that dries in 20 minutes and shines as it dries without rubbing or buffing. Your cleaning work will be much easier and your home will look fresher and more attractive for spring if you protect your floors and linoleum now with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Millions of women have learned this new, easy way to keep their floors beautiful. Ask your dealer for glow coat, spelled G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T. Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, made by the makers of Johnson's Wax. Tonight, the McGee's are being very, very civic. Wistful Vista is planning a spring festival with vaudeville and everything. So Fibber, with his natural propensity for putting his foot in it, has offered to interview theatrical talent. And here on the bare stage of the Bijou Theater, looking more or less like great impresarios, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Get going, McGee. Get going. Okay. All right, folks. Quiet. Quiet, everybody. Quiet! That's better. <laughs> folks, you know why you're here. I'm going to interview each and every one of you for the big show we're putting on next week. Now, I'll call on you one by one, and you give me your names, addresses, and specialties, and maybe give us a sample. Now, now, don't, don't crowd. You all get an equal chance. McGee, hmm? warn them about their scrapbook. Oh, yes. And another thing. I don't want to see any of your clippings or press notices, you see. I'll judge for myself what you can do. And just one more thing. I'm an old vaudevillain myself, so don't try to fool me. Oh, my. I can do anything you can do. Uh, well, uh, how about a soprano solo, McGee? 
Could you do that? Why, certainly. Didn't you ever hear of Double Voice McGee, the mystery color at Churro Basso? <laughs> what happened to that act? Well, <laughs> show business got so bad during the Depression, I had to sell one of my voices. <laughs> all right, who's first? That man over there, McGee, the funny-looking one. Hmm. Be more specific, they're all funny-looking. <laughs> oh, that one. All right, Buttons, you step up here, please. Yeah. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Gusto. Gusto, the human goat. Oh, hello, Billy. Why? Now, uh, what's your specialty, Billy, or Gusto? I'm a glass eater. Oh. I eat bottles, light bulbs, window panes, and tumblers. Oh, dear, 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 dear. Quiet out there. Pipe down. Pipe down. What was the commotion for, Molly? A couple of acrobats left in a hurry. They heard this man say he ate tumblers. <laughs> I'm afraid, Bud, that your act won't quite fit our celebration. Some people might be kind of squeamish. Heavenly day, Jeff. Oh, but you never saw me work, Mr. McGee. Oh. I got a very refined act. Oh. Look, I take a piece of glass like this. Oh! Oh! Why, shucks, it's a face. Oh! Oh, yeah? Well, you tried. You said you could do anything we could. Well, I meant to... Why, shucks, Oh, you're I... gonna back down, eh? Oh, McGee, don't cry. All right, Bud. Never let it be said that McGee was a welcher. Got a small light bulb, like out of a car headlight? No, I just got uh, 40 watts and 60 watts. I'm sorry, I'm on a diet. <laughs> well, who's next down there? I think it's that tall man with the black beard, McGee. Hmm. Hey, that's quite a beaver he's got there, isn't <laughs> Wonder what he does. Well, I know what he doesn't do. What? <laughs> Run a train flea act, not with that beard. <laughs> okay, bud, you over there with a the chinchilla chin. Yes, sir. A name and specialty. I am the great Van Gale. Oh, hi, Van. <laughs> I knew your brother, Bye. Good old Bye Golly. Uh, McGee. Old... <laughs> what do you do, Bud? I am the greatest hypnotist who ever lived. Mm. Look at these clippings from the Kansas City Star where I played the Main Street Theater. Please, we don't want to look at your clippings. No. Skip the press agent junk. Besides, this hypnotism stuff is just a lot of malarkey. But please, I assure no you... No go, bud. It's no go. You can't make a monkey out of me. No. No. Eh. Look into my eyes. Huh? Oh. You are now a monkey. McGee, put crack in your face. <laughs> McGee, stop. it around like that. Please, mister, I'm hypnotizing all right, madam. But let that teach him a lesson. Reverso. Sinto. Presto. Be a man again. As I was saying, bud, I don't think... Uh... <laughs> What's everybody laughing at? You fool. <laughs> What's that guy sore about now? Oh, well. Let's call the guy with the grind organ next. Grind organ? There's no one here with a grind organ. Really? Swore I heard a grind organ a minute ago when that lady handed me a penny. Who handed you a penny? Why, oh, shucks, maybe I didn't. Well, who's next? The man with the long red beard. Another beard. Well, we can use him in our show for a curtain raiser. Using the razor on that red curtain. All right, bud. Your name? Bodor. Oh. Uh, full name, please. Al Bodor. Oh, what do you do, Al? I play the xylophone with Ted Wee. Oh. oh, good. That's the young lad who travels with Ted Wee. Oh, yeah. I love the xylophone. Yeah. So did your Uncle Dennis. What do you mean, me Uncle Dennis? He never played the xylophone. Well, he should have. He spent his whole life pounding around from one bar to another. Oh. 
want to play, Al. How about flat barrette? Oh, that'll be okay, Mr. Bothorff. Go ahead. Now? Sure. Never Bothorff till tomorrow what you can bat off today. McGee! Now, go ahead, bud. Folks, Al Bothorff playing flat barrette on the tap table. Bud. Next? That man in the tights is next, McGee. Mm. Just step over to the table here, please. Wow, look at that guy. Heavenly days, McGee. Look at the muscles. Mm. I'll say so. <laughs> Must be a rattler or a weightlifter. Gee, I'd hire him on the strength of that physique. Boy, what a man. <laughs> say, I think I'd hire you right now, Bud. Oh, I think that's just too, too lovely of you. <laughs> was just too sweet for words. Huh? By the by, look what the Detroit News said about me. Uh, when I was Next! <laughs> right gun... over here, please. Now, it's that man with the white beard, McGee. White? Another set of jaw grass? <laughs> what is this, anyway? A strike in a mattress factory? What's your name, sir? Johnson. Well, that's a coincidence. That's our sponsor's name. What's your specialty, Sonny? I am a monologist. An amino... <laughs> hey, Molly, what's an amino... That's a trick bicycle rider or dog act? Neither one, eagerness. He does a monologue. Oh. <laughs> well, why didn't he say so? <laughs> okay, bud. First time I ever saw a monologue artist with a beard like that. Where'd you play last? I was in a floor show. Oh, a floor show. Oh. Yes, and your floor show will look a lot brighter when you use Johnson's oh. self-polishing glow coat on it. <laughs> Take off that beard, I know you. Oh, gee. I thought there was something familiar about that voice. You must be kind of up against it, uh, Harpo, to be trying to do a gag like that. <laughs> I am up against it. As a matter of fact, I'm quite desperate. That's I'm so. the sole support of a couple of polo ponies. Oh, oh. Well, in that case, I'll have to give you a job. Oh, gee, thanks, Fibber. What do I do? Well, as a polo player, you're able to follow the ball, aren't you? Why, sure. Fine. Well, after the big ball Wednesday night, you can sweep out the hall. Oh. 
Next. Over this way, please. Right over. Oh, hi, Sil. Oh, Silly Watson. Hi, ma'am. How are you, boy? <laughs> what you doing here, Sil? This is an uh, audition. Yes, sir. I know it. I come over to audition. Oh. <laughs> you, uh, you want to audition? Well, <laughs> yes. leave him audition, please. <laughs> what do you do, Sil? I jiggle. You what? I jiggle. <laughs> I don't know, Sil. We'll probably have enough dancing on this program. No, but it's not dancing, please, Miss McGee. I jiggle. I, 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 I jiggle stuff in the air. <laughs> you mean you juggle. Yes, ma'am, what I say? <laughs> you said jiggle. <laughs> yes, that's what I do. I'm a... <laughs> yes, McGee, I'm a first-class A-number-X jiggler. <laughs> well, I used to be quite a juggler myself, Phil, on the old orphan time. What do you juggle, Phil? Well, sir, I, I, I jiggled a frying pan, a mop, and a flat iron all at once. All at once? Well, heavenly days. I never knew you could do that, silly. Mm-hmm. No, mm. ma'am, I didn't either, Miss McGee. So last night, Rosebud, she got mad at me and threw all them things at me. I had to catch them so that it wouldn't bust no windows, and mm-hmm. the flat iron was awful hot. And uh-huh. I couldn't hang on to it long, mm-hmm. and, and the frying pan, too, uh-huh. and I got a sliver off the mop. Uh-huh. And boss, I kept them things in the air for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Evan, you need the jiggler, please. Uh, call on, silly. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Phil. Next. Who's next, Molly? Oh, that good-looking young man over there. Oh, yeah. Over this way, please. Yes, you. A name, please. Como, Perry Como. I'm a singer. Oh. oh, well, listen, bud. Maybe you're a singer and maybe you ain't. I don't want to hear any faking, understand? Remember, I used to be quite a crooner myself. I used to be a choir boy, but when I was 14, my voice changed and they fired me because they thought I was yodeling. <laughs> what do you want to sing for? Summer night. Summer night, huh? <laughs> That's the song the Hollywood producers made him quit playing because it cost so much. Well, why should summer night cost so much in Hollywood? Well, think of the stars overhead. <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? The stars... It ain't funny, McGee. Okay, okay. I got thousands of them. <laughs> All right, boys, play summer night for Perry Como. <laughs> With a thousand eyes I have eyes Only two To behold a thousand charms I idolize Summer night You've you come in her window when the day is through. She tells you all of her thoughts in the setting candlelight. Summer night, oh how I envy you.
Very good, son. That was fine. You're hired. I'm sorry, though, I couldn't have got a better orchestra to play for you, but you know how it is with these pickup bands. What do you mean, a pickup band? Oh, who are you, bud? I'm the leader. Name, please. Theodore James Hamilton Wilford Henry Ween. <laughs> What's your full name? Ted Ween. That's there. <laughs> Reminds me of the time I led the New York Symphony Orchestra. Now, McGee, huh? stick to the truth, you know. Well, I know. This was once I happened in on their rehearsal, and I thought they were off key and said so. <laughs> I thought you said you led the New York Symphony. I did. I led them for 20 blocks till they gave up the chase. <laughs> listen, how about my boys playing a number for you? Uh, we'll listen to your outfit later on, bud, but listen, no faking. Remember, I can do anything that any of your men can do. Now, go sit down, Fred. Ted. Okay, Jed. Go sit down. We'll call on you later. <laughs> next? I'm next. About it? Name and address. Sure, I got name and address. You think I am an orchid? <laughs> you mean orphan. An orchid is a lovely flower. Then you are an orchid. Oh, oh. now, please, Mr. <laughs> what was that name again? The name is Nat again. I have given no name once yet. What is the name? Ivan Petrushka Davalnik Vanderbab Andrievich. I am Russian. <laughs> no. Why? Shucks, bud, I had you tagged for a southerner. <laughs> What's your specialty? I am Russian dancer. Russian dancer, eh? Let's see you do a step or so. And listen. What? I'm an old Russian hooker myself, so don't try to put anything over. Make it legit. Sure, Tavaris. Music, comrades. <laughs> Some fun. <laughs> Did you see that, McGee? Yep. The way he'd squat and stand up and squat and stand up? <laughs> How do you ever do that, sir? That's easy. I started when I was a bouncing baby, and I'm still bouncing. <laughs> Tell me if I'm doing my stuff, kids. <laughs> my, my. Wasn't he a marvelous dancer? Oh, shucks, that was nothing. I could dance like that 20 years ago. Where? And who taught you to dance like that? I was out west on a ranch, and I taught myself. I tried to sit down on my heels at the campfire one night, and I forgot I had my spurs on. <laughs> next? Well, I'm next, I guess. Uh, name, please. Elmo Tanner. I whistle. You what? I whistle. I whistle for a living ever since I left college. Oh, a college man, eh? Well, let's hear you spell something. All right. Whistle. W-I-S-S-E-L. Heavenly days, he is a college hmm. man. <laughs> Must be. Well, Bud, I'll listen to your stuff, but let me give you a little warning. I'm quite a whistler myself, so don't cheat on them high notes. I got quite a ear for music. I noticed you had quite a ear, and I didn't know just what it was for. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to whistle? Well, how about floating on a bubble? Floating on a bubble, eh? Well, don't whistle too loud at it, Bud, or it's liable to bust in your puss. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I like to whip my whistle. <laughs> all right, Ted. Will you play for the young man?
Before we turn back to Fibber McGee and Molly, let me answer a question that's asked frequently. How do you apply glow coat to a floor? Well, now that's easy. Just pour a little of this remarkable liquid polish right out of the can onto the clean floor or linoleum and spread it lightly over the surface with a soft cloth or the long-handled glow coat applier. It requires no skill, no hard work, for glow coat can't streak or smear. Twenty minutes after you apply Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, the floor is ready to walk on, shining with a beautiful, bright polish that sheds dust and dirt. There's no excuse for having dull, dingy floors that are hard to keep clean. Now you can easily have floors that everyone will admire. Floors that stay clean with practically no work. Order Johnson's Glow Coat tomorrow in the attractive yellow can. Oh, yes, remember, it's very economical to order the larger sizes. Now back to the bare stage of the Bijou Theater, Wistful Vista, where Fibber and Molly are still interviewing talent for the big vaudeville show. Well, we've gone through an awful lot of talent here, Molly. What'd you think of that animal act? Well, I thought the lions were good in the main, but the leopards were a little spotty. <laughs> That's what I thought. And I speak as an old animal trainer myself. I used to have an act with a circus where I'd stick my head into a tiger's mouth. Oh, dear. Yep. I broke up the act just in time to save my life. How? Well, there was a couple of trainers that wanted my job, and I discovered them putting catnip in my hair tonic. Oh. Next? And you were going to stick to the truth, McGee. Yeah, it was, wasn't I? Well, tell the truth, it wasn't a circus at all, just a carnival. But it was the biggest, most colossal carnival. Yeah. Oh, Oh, hello there, little girl. Hi. What do you want? Hmm? I make it snappy. We're interviewing theatrical talent here. I'm one of it. You're one what? I'm a theatrical talent. <laughs> you? What can you do? Hmm? I says, what, just what, well, what's your specialty? I don't know what that means, a bit. <laughs> I mean, uh, what can you do on the stage? Recite. Hmm. Okay, recite something. What'll it be? The boys that are on the burning deck? Why? Why, why? Why did the boy stand on the burning deck? Oh. He was not the best. Oh. <laughs> That's just the name of a recitation, sis. Like the, like the wreck of the Hesperus. Hmm? Like the heck of the Hesperus. Er, Dad Radder, what do you want to recite? Oh, Mary had a little goat. Oh, you mean lamb. Hmm. I guess I know what I want to recite, I bet <laughs> Yeah, but Mary didn't. Oh, well. Dad read it. Go ahead, but make it snappy. Hmm? I says, go ahead. Hurry up. Get going. Okay. Mary had a little goat. It's fleece. Fleece. Hmm? <laughs> fleece, not fleas. Okay. Mary had a little goat. It's fleece. Okay, mister. That's fine. <laughs> it's fleece was white as snow. She said it emptied glow coat cans and how its coat would glow. Ta-da. <laughs> Well, who's next? I'm next, I believe. Uh, what is the name, please? I'm Horatio K. Boomer, my dear, professionally known as Presto, the Prestidigitateur. Oh. Hey, there. Careful how you talk in front of a lady there, brother. Now then, what was that last crack? I said I am Presto, the famous Prestidigitateur. Ooh. Dear me. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, bud, but we're putting on a clean show here for the family trade. <laughs> We can't use that stuff. What stuff? Uh, that trusted the tidbit. Oh, no, you don't. Well, maybe we better find out what it is, McGee. 
What is that stuff, mister? Magic, my dear. The most mystifying, baffling, and terrifying exposition of sleight of hand ever performed in the American theater. Oh, magic. Well, why didn't you say so, bud? What kind of magic do you do, Pressy? All kinds, my boy. See what the Cincinnati Enquirer said about my performance when I played... Never mind the clippings, please. Oh. All right. Come to examine them. They aren't about me anyway. <laughs> well, uh, what kind of magic you say you do, Dud? Uh, everything, my boy. Illusion, ledger domain, substitution, and levitation. Hmm. Sounds like a great line of stuff, bud. Uh, give us a sample or two. And remember, I'm an old magician myself, so you better be pretty slick. No tricks. I got an eye like an eagle for that stuff. Close your beak for a while, eagle. <laughs> Go ahead, mister. Well, my first trick will be a sa simple bit of card manipulation. Take a card, my boy, any card. Okay. Fine. What card is it? Ace of diamonds. Just what I thought. The ace of diamonds. Heavenly days. How does he do it? <laughs> my next trick will be a bit of mystifying transformation done without the aid of accomplices, mirrors, or concealed wires. Well, okay, but make it snappy, bud. Observe this large wooden cabinet. Solid size, solid top, and solid... Well, not too solid, but... <laughs> This ought to be very interesting. Madam, it is. Here, my boy, take this pistol. Okay. While I get into the cabinet. Then you count ten, yeah. fire the pistol, and open the cabinet. And what happened? Professional secret, my boy. Ready? Ready. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Open it up, Ooh. McGee. Oh, okay. Well, come on out, bud. We... McGee, he's gone. Hey, hey. My wallet is gone. Heavenly days, McGee. Your watch and chain is gone. Huh? Your stickpin is gone. Your diamond ring is gone. Why, why your pants are gone. McGee, why don't you say something? I can't. My script is gone. in the east and eight in the central west. Say, McGee, uh, why is the sponsor changing the time? Well, he thought we might be funny if we had another hour to work on it. <laughs> Good night. Good night. speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and inviting you all to join us next Monday at this same time. Until then, good night. This is the Red Network of the National Broadcasting Company.